welcome to episode 22 of the DJ Force X podcast. And on this show, I have Liam from The Chemists. Um, and great interview again, really enjoyed it. But yeah, that'll be coming up uh, probably in the next minute or so. Uh, I just want to take the time again to say thank you to everyone for downloading this show. Uh, the statistics have really jumped over the past like two, three months. It's been fantastic. Um, I got this one just before Christmas, and I've got a Christmas special coming up uh, in and around Christmas Day. Uh, might be the day before, might be the day after. It depends on my current plans, which I'm not sure about at this time. Uh, but I know I'm going to see Star Wars, so yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, not much has been happening. I uh, just got a bit delayed with work, obviously being Christmas. It's just kind of a bit building up and everything. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's coming up to the end of the year, and uh, I will have my top 10 albums. Um, that'll be on my next podcast, the Christmas special. And um, yeah, so this one is Liam from The Chemists. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to this week's show. Uh, on this episode, I have Liam. Uh, he is uh, from the band The Chemists. How are you doing, Liam? I'm good, mate. I'm good. You? Cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. It's uh, it's an early morning for me today. So. Yeah, it's what, 9am for you over there right now? <laughs> About that, yeah. Yeah, I've just got my coffee in and uh, the kids are at school, so um, I'm pretty much set now. So well, set. Still good. Yeah, uh, The Chemists. I've been a fan of yours since around, I think, I think I heard you around oh seven oh eight. Um, I heard uh, Stompbox on. Um, I think it was on. The, I think it was on the radio at the time. Yeah. When people used to listen to the radio, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, or kind of it was that kind of transition period. But um, yeah, and no, I heard it on uh, one of the shows. I think it was Radio One, probably Zane Lowe. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. That yeah. Um, right. And I was a, I'm a rock DJ um, by trade, and I used to be in the UK. You hear for my accent. Um, yeah. I used to DJ the rock clubs. And uh -huh. I used to always like entwine like electronic music of some kind, dance music, uh, be it the Prodigy, um, Chemical Brothers, Pendulum, that kind of like alternative dance. Sure. Um, and that's what it, it really caught me because it's that kind of that, that sound um, that I was I'm still into now. And then uh, Lost Weekend really got me like got your tracks into rotation with me uh, uh -huh. with the collaboration you did with um, uh, Mike Patton. Yeah. Obviously that that kind of within the rock community was a big thing. So. Sure. Um, as much as many of the rock fans protested, you know, dance music, it kind of, they all danced to it. So, you know. That's right. Well, they had, you know, Mike Patton being a godfather of rock music, standing up and working with dance producers, kind yeah. of, you know, gives it a little bit of credibility, right? It does. It does. I mean, it was kind of random as well. I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this hundreds of times because obviously it was a while ago when you did it, but how did that actually come about? Um, we were, we'd written this track and, um, we wanted a vocal for it and we were looking for a male rock vocalist and we'd spoken to our label Ninja Tune at the mm -hmm. time and they were umming and ahhing about who it should be and then there's a connection of theirs in America called Jeff who I think is a friend of, of Patton's and uh, just said well why don't I give it to Mike and see if he's up for doing something okay. we were like yep go yep. ahead and do it expecting <laughs> never to hear anything else from it again and then I think maybe only a couple of days went by and 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 Mike got in touch and said, yeah, I'm well up for doing this, which is 
testament to the individual, really, because at the time we only had a couple of records out. We we had no profile whatsoever, so he just liked the track. Yeah. Basically, that was his thing. He was like, "Yep, I just like the track, and I'm I'm happy to do it." So that's amazing. I big like, up, Mr. Patton. Yeah, yeah no, it's one of those things because I'm um, that like like I said, I heard you from like, around Stumpbox era, and I, I did pick up the 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 release as well. But um, yeah, that that last weekend. Um, it really kind of uh, propel you guys into my like um my the demographic i was playing to um so it really kind of opened up gave me that extra because it was always the kind of the same rotation of bands um, yes like on that dance side of things you couldn't really throw in a lot of the more commercialized club side of things um but any bands that kind of had that rock element or punk element yeah um that really had that uh like thrown in there so it was cool. really cool. So, yeah, that's that's my background on you guys. <laughs> um, uh, could you fill in gaps and things for me, like prior to that, what you guys were up to? I guess prior to kind of Stompbox, which was kind of the first big release that that, that made some level of impact. Um, we were we were just kind of in the studio, kind of putting ideas together, trying to get things to work, taking guitars, mixing them with dance production and, and 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 processing drum beats and and before even before that i guess we were kind of making more straight drum and bass for for the underground club scene so we were putting in um hours in the studio to kind of put out white label 12 inches on tiny little labels here in the uk mm. so um it was it was quite um underground really at the time very much so and moving up towards obviously uh, you released um your first album was that via ninja yeah that was um called join the queue and that was on uh, the ninja tune imprint which we actually ended up hooking up with ninja via um the fact i'd been working for cold cut who own the label yeah, uh, yeah. as a as a kind of work experience studio engineer slash tea maker so uh, yeah it was great um and we were just given the opportunity to do a remix of their first single um and we had 24 hours and we did it and did our best and then within i think a week of giving it to them it was all over radio one so um had no idea that was possible but it it (laughs) happened so we uh that's how the kind of relationship with ninja kicked off oh that's really cool and then uh your second album you released on them as well that's right. Yeah, um, which was uh, I forget. I'm written my spirit system. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. And how how was that one received? Uh, it was kind of different. In I think it was a much darker record, and it was more. It was more the rock elements were kind of a little bit more obvious in some respects. Yeah. So certainly, some people in the in the rockier crowd were were switched on by that record, and some people in the dance crowd were switched off by that record. Okay, so you kind of so, backwards and forwards. Yeah, <laughs> which you're going to get when you start, you know, becoming a hybrid kind of thing. Yeah, it totally depends on the percentage of each um, each genre, basically, as to as to your fan base. Yeah. Um, and I guess something we've tried to cement in this this third record is a solid mix that we are comfortable with, and and trying to get the the balance um, as as perfect for us, yeah, and um, but for everyone else as well. Yeah, no, I've got I've got your latest single, uh, Run You, and um, yeah. I got to say it's it's awesome. It's. <laughs> Cheers! I love you. I love it. I, it's been on my radio show constantly since I got sent it. So yeah, thanks for. The- yeah, no worries. I mean, I love um, 
I mean, I've, I've been in contact with your uh, two front men for a little while. Bruno did me a couple of radio drops uh-huh. um, sure. not long ago. Uh, well, it was last yeah. year, I think. And uh-huh. you've got Ollie as well, Ollie Simmons. Um, That's right. It was previously with uh, uh, Collisions. That's um, correct. And then joined you guys. And um, he just kind of, he's got the, his voice just has that, I don't know what it is. He just has that sound. And it's, it really like on that track, Run You, it's just, it, it, it caught me. As soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's it. I like the first time I played it on my show, I actually streamed it from the video because uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted that. It's wicked. And then, uh, no, and then I got then, um, your uh, management sev- seven. Um, that's right. He yeah. Sent, he sent it my way. Um, and I've known seven for a little while as well. So he's a good guy to be working with. So, yeah, no, we're very pleased, man. We're very pleased. Yeah, he was, um, he was the publisher for my, my previous band. So, oh, okay. Right. We have a working relationship. Working and... connection. It's a small world out there, dude. It is. It's it small... is. And uh, like-minded people tend to group together. It's uh, it's an interesting phenomenon. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's quite. It's pretty small. It's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, um, with, with this uh, current lineup you have now, um, obviously previously were you just the three piece, or was it was how long has Bruno been in there for? Well, actually, I mean, Bruno has been part of this this thing for a very long time, really, since since the first album, okay, uh, and before we used to um. We used to have a, in our hometown in Brighton in the UK. It's a very music and arts orientated town. It's yeah. kind of people compare it to, to some extent, to San Francisco in its kind of um, you know collection of, of artists and all yeah. sorts of different types of people. And we have a lot of clubs. And we used to when we were about I don't know how old we were, but kind of late teens, we would we would be DJing at the, the, the kind of main club in town that held the, the kind of biggest drum and bass event. Mm. So, um, and Bruno was employed to kind of be the host MC for most of the DJs, including the in-house DJs like us. So we would meet up every sort of other Saturday and play these shows together. And it just kind of developed a friendship and it kind of stemmed from there really. And then he became the the MC and kind of host for our first live show when we were working with Jenna and then it, it expanded from there. So actually Bruno has been part of this whole circus for some time. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very much a, uh, I mean him and Ollie are permanent fixtures, but yeah, he has been there for, for some time. So I'm um, bringing Ollie into the group. Did that, do you feel that's kind of completed your sound? Absolutely. Yeah. Missing, missing jigsaw puzzle. Um, you know, is not an easy thing to find and um you know we found him yeah and he slots right in and you know we all we all kind of get on on a you know it's fine to work with someone professionally but on a personal level we all kind of fit together too so um that yeah that's a that's a big part of of the requirements really of yeah working together in a band you personally you need to you need to understand each other and, and, and yeah. get on. And Ollie's, a, you know, he's a great dude and, and, and a nice person to spend time on the road with. So, um, yeah, he's he's the perfect fit, really, for this. Nice. And it's also, it's useful having someone coming in from where he came from, having that knowledge sure. of that that, that um, rock and electronic mixture and how sure. it can Absolutely. work. But bouncing yeah, off, really- like, uh, Bruno, who's more of a, I'd say more of an MC, um, yeah. it's kind of, it, it gives that real good dynamic yeah because uh, you can yeah. then bounce between if you need to bounce between the electronic crowd and the the rock cloud if they're not like you know the yeah if they're not the crossover fan if they're yeah. like elements because then you've got the mc which is more the traditional drum and bass totally. um, sound with it and then you've got 
Ollie is more of a rock singer, but over that that element, and it just gives it that kind of that yeah. edge. They so. both understand a little bit about each other's worlds, so they're able to kind of work together. Mm. Uh, you know, as you say, I think the, it, it works for anyone other than people that call themselves purists, you know, yeah. and, and that's a bizarre thing to, to put yourself through anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, there are people who, who won't listen to anything other than a particular kind of rock music. And there are people who will not listen to anything else other than a particular kind of dance music. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, I, I they think... aren't the kind of people that <laughs> music fits very well with because it's just too much, but you know, um, for everyone else. And I think, in general, audiences across the world have become more eclectic and more forgiving of genres crossing over because yeah. it happens all the time. I mean, a lot of the EDM crowds, certainly um, here in the UK, are rock kids, what you could deem as rock kids, but they're as happy to go and see Slipknot as they are to go and see, see Squillex. So, you know, it's yeah, exactly to them that. in their heads, it makes no difference. And that's a very important change within music yeah i mean i used to like the club i dj'd at i worked for as well i was the sound and light guy for them uh-huh. and we sure. had um innovation nights come in you know, the innovation right. drum and bass nights yeah 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 definitely and that was really cool because you'd have like obviously um the, the sort of standard drum and bass sets um but you had some of like the sort of like local djs or whatever and they'd throw in kind of like a, a drum and bassy rock track kind of thing in there or a remix of you know smells like teen spirit or something like that yeah. And the kids would go off on one, you know, it was just so, like, you go mad. And then you'd have the different style MC. You get like the kind of like general rap rhyming MC, but then you've got a couple of the aggressive kind of in your face, more kind of like a, you know, kind of of the new metal ilk where you had that rap and rock kind of angst. Yeah. But on an MC's front. So he's over, you know, whatever track it might be. If it was Absolutely. like, you know, sub-focused time warp or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you that all works, man. That does kind of work, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's just great seeing that crossover. And then you have, um, like, now with, like, the festivals and things that you guys have been part of, yeah. um, where you've had, like, Pendulum play um, or Chase and Status play, yeah. like, Download and things like that. And it's just like, mm. you know, it may not be received, like, massively, but that's a huge step. In- Absolutely, yeah. No, it's to- to- totally, totally a way forward. And, and it's really... The kids don't make the differential. They really don't in their heads. It's not a bit. There are very few and far between. Have I, you know, gone and chatted to an audience afterwards, and they uh, often didn't know who we were, but weren't, you know, weren't put off by the fact that you know we were playing a, a metal festival, and and they were like, yeah, well, this is cool. This is like, you know, this has aspects of of prodigy or Skrillex yeah. or you know um, any of the the edm guys they they were just behind it they don't they don't have a problem with it yeah. which is is great yeah no that's awesome and you guys was it uh was it earlier this year or was it last year you toured with corn that's right yeah that i mean what was that like i mean just in general like having that because i know corn did the um the, the like drum and bass uh not drum and bass dubstep kind of collaborations on one album yeah with, like, skrillex uh, kill the noise all that lot and yeah. obviously having you guys on there kind of you know has that kind of sound that they had for that record almost yeah um, i mean was that something that that played on getting the support or is it I just i don't think so i don't know i mean uh, uh, the the reason we were given for the support was that um monkey and jonathan had decided that we should support them um, okay. and, and that's really where it came from and and 
before we could go and thank them, Monkey turned up in, in the dressing room and said, you know, I've got your album. I love it. Um, I've been a fan and thank you for supporting us. And it was like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that those guys had a, a, a big influence, um, in a rock way yeah. on us when we were, when we were younger. And, and it's, what's really cool is to see, and we got a chance to hang out with Jonathan for a bit. And, um, some mutual friends of ours were there noisier. Yes. Um, and Jonathan has been working with them and, and we know those guys too. And, he played us a few sort of new snippets of things that he was working on and he's just constantly trying to push things forward and isn't afraid of dance music or, or anything like that. Uh, and I, it's, it's so nice to see that at their level, yeah. not being complacent, not sitting with things that they've been and done before, but eager to try and make new things happen yeah. with new people and new producers. And that's from my experience within the industry people like that are rare very rare yes. and uh, it was a it was a huge honor it really was it's something i would love to see if they could bring like you guys over here uh, we'd love that man we would love that because um, that's what I, that's what i miss about like being because i've been here for like three years and that's part of the thing i miss is because i have these connections with 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 bands because of yeah. my background sure it, they're only really touring the uk i mean occasionally we get like um i think enter shikari were over here Sure. Couple of months ago, yeah. um, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. We get bands come through here, um, but like, it is more. It is. It, there's no question that it it it's a harder job for for the UK bands to get over to the states and do things properly because yeah. it's you know it's an expensive exercise. It uh, is because you need to you need to do that 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 basic run again um, yeah. of the the not say toilet venues, but you know, I mean, being I was in a band in the UK, so I know the run of how to get through. Um, but it's the same run here. I mean, I see um, bands come through, like in the UK would be Brixton, maybe almost arena sized like yep. tours. Um, mm-hmm. Like we just had Machine Head play here. They did like their um, evening with. Yeah. 25 bucks. And it was in a venue that was about 1,000, 1,500 <laughs> like capacity. Um, we saw, I saw the Deftones when I first came over here uh, yeah. play like an outdoor venue of about yeah. 2000 capacity. Like I think the Marmosets recently came over here before okay. they had to take a break. Um, and they were like third on the bill on some random show. Um, but they're doing that, that run to obviously get the momentum here. And we've had young guns come through here. That's um, what happens, man. You just, you just gotta, you just gotta do it and, yeah. and, and find the, the, find the initial capital outlay to, um, to get yourselves out there and, and do it, which is certainly something we will be looking at. Um, cool. Yeah, come out, come out here with Skin Dread. Do that, that, do that cool. tour. That would be good, it? Yeah. Just for me. It's not... <laughs> okay, just for you. Yeah, mate. just for me. No, there's, 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 there's like, um, there's people out here who I've introduced to your, to your music and they love it because it's that, like I said, it's that mix. But around here, um, Miami's, like, I'm in Tampa, but Miami's like the hub for electronic music here at the moment. It's kind of like the IB for just probably because yeah. of like Latino crowds and stuff like that. And it's that very uh, Mediterranean kind of feel to it. Yeah. But there are like clubs everywhere around here. There's sure. a big like DJ convention every, wherever music conference even. Yeah. The winter Miami winter music conference. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, there seems to be the hub. Obviously you've got LA and New York as well, but it's not really, I mean, it is there, but it's not like, um, I, I wouldn't say it was huge, huge. Yeah. But we, like we get, we get the DJs come through Tampa as well. Cause we've got like, you know, we're on the, on the, um, west coast of florida so it's another sunshine 
another uh-huh. beach area and we get a lot of the big djs come through cool so you've got a new album coming out uh still called warrior sound is that right yeah yeah uh warrior sound is the is the album title is the album yeah. title because it was also a track as well wasn't it um yeah it's a track on track on the record and kind of uh, I guess why we called we like the sentiment of the of the title of that track and kind of it was one of the first tracks that sort of cemented a type of sound for this record so it kind of made sense that the record followed suit in its title really that was another one that made a feature on my radio show uh, in consecutive weeks so thank you <laughs> um, so when's it actually due out I know is it next year early next year. Uh, yeah, early next year, I believe. Uh, at the moment, I think it's March the fifth. Okay, stand, and that's yeah. out on Amazing Records, which you just signed to. Yeah, Amazing Records, based um, part of the Amazing Media Group, which kind of are uh, an American outfit, but the Amazing Records part is a UK-based label. So, um, okay, yeah. Uh, who do you share that label with? Because I, I hadn't heard of them up until this point. No, so. they're, they're a new, they're a very new startup. Um, and we kind of we just uh, you've got to pick people that get what you do and kind of have an enthusiasm and i think that's a lot of the time is more important than um the kind of cachet of a name of a label or anything else like that so um these guys are you know really keen motivated and 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 kind and, and, and well connected too cool um i mean they did as i understand it they put out the last therapy record okay those who know therapy so um you know they they understand a fair bit here and there about rock music the dance the dance side of it um is admittedly fairly new for those guys but you know we have a fair amount of experience so um between us we're we're able to to kind of put the record out in the way that we want it put out um, awesome. which is, is an important thing these days it is because you you know your music sort yeah. of better than anyone if that makes sense um in order to sort of to use a, a term but marketing yourself um which is always mm. something I, I i never like being in a band it's like what can we do to market you like you want someone else to figure that out <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> you know? some, but, something as an artist you really want to be deciding yourself because as much as you may be keen on doing it and some people are it's a very hard thing to get right because you need a perspective that most artists don't have on themselves yes so um what can we expect from the album do you have any like because obviously you've collaborated with people in the past any collaborations coming with this one or is this just straight you guys no there there are a couple more that um people don't know about but i'm reluctant or i'm actually not supposed to be as of yet discussed who those are <laughs> okay <laughs> as much as i want to but um i think what i can say is for, for people within the rock fraternity will certainly know who these people are and, okay. and have healthy respect for their ability so we're very excited about it and um and and i think between us and them we produce some really really good music so um, awesome watch cool. this space well i look forward to it I, I like i like you guys stuff so it's i'm looking forward to it so it's it's gonna be good i'm gonna it's, put it out there now it's a solid record across the board we've very much tried to to take our time with it and make sure that that there isn't you know there isn't a weak track on there cool. um, and that's 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 something we certainly tried to stick to cool that sounds good so um what other plans you got coming in 2016 i see you had a tour announced with um enter shikari that's right yeah um, we're doing that having... half of that and then i think mode steps doing the other half is that right or yeah, are you doing it doing, together 
the France and uh, and Spain part of their their European tour, and then most that will take on over. Uh, I think we swap over in Italy, and and they go on to Germany and uh, maybe Luxembourg and stuff. Cool. cool. So, uh, what about you guys generally touring? Touring, uh, as as I understand, it's being penciled in and around those dates at the moment. So um, I don't have dates to confirm, but okay. um, just assured the certainly the UK and Europe will be um, be seeing us uh, tour pretty much everywhere next year. Awesome. Yes, you got to pen that footwork. So yeah, <laughs> put that footwork in, and, and if there's an opportunity that comes up that allows us to to come over to the states and and represent, we will grab it. Awesome. you know and, and run with it for sure awesome yeah no definitely um i it, it the sound is gonna it it's creeping in here so i think like some like tracks on the like commercial mm-hmm. rock radio and things yeah um it's uh it's it is creeping in now obviously with the help of like corn when they did that thing but it kind of went yeah. away for a bit sure um, and now there's a few bands coming in that have that electronic element and a lot of people are curious so cool. you know get it get it through the channels here and they should uh i reckon they'll they'll pick it up and it should run let's um, see what happens man yeah so f- a couple of final questions almost yep. kind of quick fire but maybe not who will see <laughs> um first first one i'm i'm a bit of a like sort of like gear nut in as much as like technology in the studio and stuff um i was just curious what what you guys use to produce your music obviously you have live instrument um, yeah, we, but I, you know, the sort of electronic side of things, what programs do you use? Any sort of synths, things like uh, that? Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, hardware, not very much of it. It's all in the box. Um, and we are running things like, um, addictive drums. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's something we use for drums. A lot of different drum samples kind of collected over the years and refined and rebound. So we, we, we've been doing this long enough to kind of generate our own kind of sample library. Cool. Um, you know, and it, it's it's kind of the standard gear that most people have. It's just it's a kind of a different mindset on perhaps how we're planning to use it or how we do use it. So I mean, there's nothing nothing particularly extraordinary. Um, only outboard gear is a decent Focusrite preamp that we run into a Neumann U87 mic because we do all our own vocal recording yeah. and mixing and stuff. Um, so there there really isn't anything within the studio that that probably most people don't have at home. It's just okay. a case of trying to... Using it the way you want to use it. Yeah, we've got some nice speakers. We've got some decent-sized speakers, two sets of um, of good monitors um, that, that kind of uh, are our ears into the tracks. And we've yeah. got some great, um, some great uh, studio headphones made by a company called um, Audizy, which are made over there, stateside. Yeah. Uh, there's a lovely guy called Alex Rosson, who um, who uh, I believe is the CEO, and he hooked us up with a, a pair of his fantastic headphones. So, nice. yeah, they're great. I mean, it's like mixing; you can take them anywhere, really, and you can you can mix as well on those as you can on our you know three grand worth worth of, of, of monitors. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're they're killer. That's that's cool. So I'm always looking for a good set of headphones. So I'll, I'll look them up. Yeah, look. Um, at, Look up Audizy, man. They are pretty serious stuff. Yeah, because I'd like as much as I'd like to have studio monitors. Um, because I like to do stuff at night. I would wake everyone up if I did. That. Sure. <laughs> so I needed. These. I've got uh, like KRK headphones, which are pretty uh-huh. good. Yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, they're unforgiving, which is what I wanted—a flat sound, but unforgiving. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking for something to kind of hear the music, if you will. Sure. So yeah, these these don't get in the way, man. They're they're kind of they're proper neutral and. Nice. Uh, 
and they're open back, so you know they do make a bit of noise themselves. But my God, do you hear the tracks properly? Cool. It's, it's, well, I'll have to check them out. So do man, do cool. So um, three albums that mould you as a musician. Oof, uh, three albums. Okay, um, I would have said personally one of the first records in terms of a rock thing would have been Appetite for Destruction, Guns and Roses. Was nice. It? Yes. An enormous record for me. It changed. It, it made me pick the guitar up in and, and use it in a different way. I was yeah. I was I was learning guitar, but I hadn't really found the 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 inspiration behind it, and and that record cemented it massively for me. Yeah. That's an amazing uh, record. I love it. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it is what it is, man. It's just it's it's one of those timeless kind of classic albums um let me think um probably got to put um, music for the jilted generation in there prodigy um again was at a kind of influential time um going to parties kind of this is a soundtrack to to growing up as much as it was an influence in terms of uh, and an entrance into into dance music um so yeah that was that was a biggie for sure yeah the same with me as well that was kind of like you say a gateway yeah um, and then like the, on the drum and bass side for me it was like goldie i heard yeah, totally. uh inner city life it was played on yeah on timeless right? yes and it was uh it was i heard it on the radio and i just loved the mellow sound of the track and then it yeah. got me into the whole metal heads yeah and then everything else from that uh, so no question that album had a significant influence on on me too yeah. uh, it was probably the, probably the second or third dance album i bought mm. and uh yeah i definitely lost a couple of weeks of my life to that yeah. album. <laughs> Just <laughs> listening to it um and let's pick one more i'm gonna i'm gonna deviate slightly and pick a record that is having an influence on me now yeah um and I would go probably with the, the the latest Bring Me the Horizon record. That's the spirit. You know uh, what? I I've heard that, and compared to their other stuff, and I've always kind of not shied away from them, but reluctantly played tracks of theirs. Uh huh. Obviously, too, because I'm not I'm DJing for a crowd, not for myself. Of course, <laughs> yeah, that's but right. I, I heard that album. And I was surprised of how much I actually liked it. It's um, it's a solid. I mean, from I know I've I've met many many a Bring Me fan, and we 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 share some fan base to some extent. Um, and some people have found it difficult to swallow because it's it's even more of a departure. I mean, if you're going to go back to you know something like um, There Is a Hell yeah. record, that's you know that's pretty heavy and and it's it's definitely a departure from that sound yeah i just you know without trying to take on who they were and who they're going to be i just think it's a really well written and well produced record and a testament to the band because they produced it themselves and they made the record they wanted to yeah um and you know i I just think it's it's a great record and i think that um I, I, I think it's Jordan is one of the it's the keys guy. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never met the guys, but um, you know I'm, I'm loving all the electronics that they're bringing into it. Yeah, um, and they're making they're not trying to they're making the electronics work for their sound. They're not trying to let the electronics change their sound. They're just bringing them in, and it and it works beautifully. So I mean, yeah, it's a kind of curveball, but it's it's a record that's kind of influencing me now. Yeah, no, like I said, I, I'm exactly the same when I heard it. It just I'd say it blew me away just 
purely because I was expecting <clears throat> something else. Yeah. And I didn't get that. I mean, I, I love the I love the previous one. Sympaternal as well was a was a great a great record for me, and and and, and again, kind of uh, it really cemented me as a Bring Me fan. That's for sure. Cool. Uh, and this record test takes it a little bit further, takes it somewhere else, and yeah, it's still great. Cool, cool. So, um, what are your hobbies away from the music? Yeah, there's, there's not an, a huge amount of time, I must admit. At the moment. <laughs> well, it certainly hasn't felt like there is, but I guess everybody says that. Um, various people uh, between all of us, I mean, people play various sports. Um, films are a big thing. That definitely draws us together. Um, kind of, you know, um, I'm certainly a big film person and uh, into films and, and it has a connection with me with film music as well. So I'm kind of, you know, I look at it from the visual and the audio aspect. Cool. Um, yeah, that's at the moment, that's kind of all the time there is, is okay. taking up with, uh, with doing things like that. There's um, there's there's not much else going on other than burying our heads in in new music and and trying to progress really. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Got to, got to keep head down, keep working. So that's it, yeah. man. That's it. Cool. So um, finally, uh, where can people reach you? Yeah, yeah, chemist.com um is a good place to start. It's kind of the hub for everything, so you can find out most details there, or certainly. From there, latch on to the to the Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Um, uh, we've also got a new Vivo channel on YouTube, so you can you'll be seeing our latest uploads appear there pretty much. Cool. But, uh, that should give you everything everybody needs. All right, awesome. Well, yep. Go to chemist.com. Is it thechemist.com or just yeah? It's the chemist. www.thechemists.com. Cool. Cool. Well, yep. Everyone go there. Connect with them. Give them a like on Facebook. Twitter, etc. You know, do what you do on the social media. Um, so, Liam, thank you. Pleasure, mate. Um, it's been nice to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a great, great chat. Um, and yeah, good luck with your new album. And uh, have fun on the tour with Enter Shikari as well. Inevitably, we will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you again. Pleasure, and thanks for all the support. Yep. Really appreciate it. No worries, man. Have a good day. All right. Will do. You too. Thank Take you. it easy. Bye bye. Bye. there we have it that was liam from the chemists uh do check them out check out run you on youtube right now um it's a great track there's also a remix of it as well um a cut up video to it um but yeah check them both out check out warrior sound and look forward to their album uh go back and check out their previous stuff as well it's they're a great sort of drum and bass rock crossover um band uh and it was a it was great to actually interview him um like I said in the podcast, I was a fan of theirs for quite a while. And uh, getting to speak to some of these people has been fantastic. So, all good. Um, yeah, so my next one's going to be the Christmas special. Um, I have a very uh, special guest on that show uh, for the whole family, in fact. Uh, so, if you've got kids um, who sit down and they watch Disney Junior, I will have Scott, uh, who is one of the members of Imagination Movers, uh, the alternative rock band for kids. Um, but yeah, it's for the whole family. Like I said, it's a Christmas special. Um, so if your kids are into that, um, or if you have any curiosity into uh, why they would form a band for children and things like that, uh, give it a listen. Um, but yeah, until then, this is DJ Force X. Out. <laughs>